For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dear listeners, welcome to the Kodesh Family Church, Philadelphia, under the leadership of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. This denomination has grown with over several branches all over the world. We are excited to come your way with the anointed word of God, which has the power to heal, deliver and save you. Stay tuned as we receive God's word through his servant, Reverend Gilbert Fleischer. Amen. Let us pray. Close your eyes. Let us pray. Let's thank God for this morning. Just begin to thank God for this morning. Bless his name for what he has done so far. Let's bless him particularly for all the blessings that we have received through this period of waiting upon him, fasting. Let's thank him for his prophetic word for the year, the year of the shepherd. Let's thank him for that privilege of even serving in the house of God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We say thank you, thank you, thank you. What a blessing you have been to us these past three weeks. Thank you for all the spiritual blessings that we have received. Thank you for the manifestations thereof. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for this morning. We ask that you be with us as you've always been. Speak to us. Let our hearts be open. They will not fight your word. Let there be liberty in our hearts to receive your word this morning. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Still standing. Let's look at our verse for the week. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So God gives us the victory, and the victory is through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is not through anybody. So it's not just God, but through Jesus Christ. That is the way he's chosen to give us the victory. So if you are here this morning, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I hope that at the call, at the end of the service, you will place yourself in Jesus Christ, because that is how to get your victory in God. Amen. Let us say this verse together. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's say it one more time. But thanks... Let's say the reference first. 1 Corinthians 15... But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's say it one more time. First Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand, just thank God this morning. Bless his name, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him for the victory that we have. Oh, we bless you, we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, please be seated. Grab your book, The Anointing and the Presence. The Anointing and the Presence. And we'll continue our Bible study on the anointing and the presence. So last week, we learned, one of the things we learned was that 
You can have the anointing without the presence, isn't it? The anointing upon which is the gift. What are the three um, ways of the presence, of the presence, identifying the presence of God with you? We mentioned three ways. What are they? The aura, the voice, and the gifts, isn't it? So the aura, the voice, and the gifts represent the presence of a person. If a person is with you, 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 you identify the presence of that person with you through the person's voice, through the person's aura, isn't it? And also the gifts that they give to you. One of the great things we learned last week, or were reminded, if you knew it already, is that the gifts are not necessarily um, proof of the presence of God. God gives. Gifts is gifts to us. And the Bible says that the, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, meaning God does not take it back. Once he gives it, he's giving it to you. So if you are using the, 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 the gifts as proof of his presence, you could be very wrong. You could still have the gifts, but his presence is far from you. Wow. Turn to your neighbor and say, wow. wow. So we have to be careful. Don't be happy just because... You are, you are walking in a particular gift. The gift can be, and there are many examples. Those of you who have read the book, that part, we prayed with that chapter um, a couple of weeks ago. Amen. All right. Today, I want you to turn to chapter 18. The chapter 18, benefits of the presence of God. Benefits of the presence of God. Benefits. Do you want to know some benefits? Yes. It's important to know benefits. Benefits help us get more attracted to a thing, isn't it? Some of us are working in places just because of the benefits. You heard that, you heard that, you know, um, this place has a high 401k. Their, their, their hourly rates are much higher, isn't it? Yeah, so you follow the benefits. Yeah, it's not always good to follow only benefits. Sometimes money is not the only thing. Do you understand? When you're looking for a job. Yeah. So benefits generally help us get more interested. That's, that's why the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Isn't it? Yeah. There's, there are a lot of benefits serving God. A lot of benefits. Many, many blessings follow us when we serve God. And if you understand this, you seek to serve him more. Because it's the blessings that makes the difference. Yeah. Look for the blessings rather than any other thing. It's the blessings. The Bible says the blessings of God make it rich and added no sorrow. The blessings of God would, would enrich your life totally. When I say rich, it goes beyond your bank accounts. Yeah. You can have a fat bank account and be poor. Yeah. If you don't know, ask some of the Hollywood stars. They have all the money, but they are miserable. They are millionaires and yet get bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. I don't follow them, but I know. They can be bankrupt. What's the name of this guy? Nicholas Cage. Also, is he? Did he not go bankrupt? He's one of the main big-time act actors. But he was bankrupt. Despite millions of dollars that comes through his hands. 
So it's the blessings of God that make it rich. And it's good for you to chase the blessings, chase the benefits, chase what God can bring into your life. Amen. So chapter number 18. Lift up your book and say, this is my study book. I'm going to use this book to study the Bible. And it's called Feeding 527. Yes, based on 1 Thessalonians 5.27, isn't it? Yes. And I'm going to feed on God's word today. All right, let's go. So the benefits, what are the benefits? The first benefit is the, of the presence of God. So we're talking about the benefits of the presence of God. What does it benefit me to have the presence of God? The first one is that the presence of God gives rest all around. The presence of God gives rest rest all around. When you have the presence of God, it gives you rest. Yeah. It gives you rest. It's like a son or a little girl with his daddy. I mean, you don't need to worry. Daddy got you covered. When the presence of God is with you, there is rest all around Exodus chapter 33, today we'll do some reading. Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 to 16. Let's have that. Open your Bibles. If you have a Bible separately, open the Bible so that you feel that you are reading the Bible. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 14 to 16 we'll read. And he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. Wow. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, this is Moses, isn't it? If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For therein shall it be known here that I, I and the people, I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. Is it not in that you goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Yeah? This is one of the things we prayed about during the fast. And is it not amazing? Even Moses, who was sent by God, God gave him a specific assignment that do this for me. Do this with my people. Even he cried. <laughs> that Lord, if you don't go with me, he sent you, but he's still crying for, 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 for the, uh, the, the, the presence of God. Even Moses. And that's why we, one of the things we prayed about during this three-week fast was to pray for the presence of, of, of God because even Moses prayed for the presence of God whilst doing God's assignment. Many of us do things that we don't even know whether it's an assignment from God. And yet we do it by ourselves, isn't it? So Moses is saying here that if you don't go with me, I will not go. But more so, look at what his, this verse is, that my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. So the presence of God ensures rest. You know, this morning when I was thinking about this verse, I was, I was just connecting to another scripture that, that, that we should be anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer eh, and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known unto God. And he says, and then the peace of God, note that, and the peace of the rest of God, which passeth all understanding. 
Isn't it? That's the rest that God is talking about here. You see, it, 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 it's peace that passes all understanding. It passes understanding because in the midst of even the, 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 the waves and, and, and the shakings and, and, and the confusion and the issues and the challenges, there's a certain rest that is still with you. Yeah. Listen, God does not prompt. Let me shock you here a little bit. God does not promise us that we will never have any challenges. Yeah, turbulence, turbulence. God does not promise us that we will not have any turbulence whatsoever. Find any scripture. If I God rather even almost promise or promise as the opposite. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. It's scary to preach these things. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes even your badge of righteousness is that you have some affliction. Maybe you should be worried when you don't have any affliction. Because if you do everything right, people would get into your face. If you do everything right, you maintain your righteousness, people will get into your face. People will challenge you. People will talk about you. People will make you miserable. People will gossip about you. I mean, how come you are there? You are righteous and everybody says only good things about you. That's one of the things I'm learning as I grow in leadership. I've learned that to be a leader, sometimes people will have to do, I'll have to do things that people won't like. I can't. <laughs> I can't be a good leader without doing certain things. You can't be a Christian without doing certain things that nobody, I mean, everybody would be comfortable with. They would, they would at the point be uncomfortable with. So we're talking about rest in the midst of challenges. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Your enemies are there, but you are eating. Your enemies are present, but yet you have food. That is the provision of God. Peace which passeth all understanding. When the Lord Jesus taught us about the, 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 um, the story of the, the foolish man and the wise man, isn't it? The wise man built his house upon a rock. The foolish man upon sand. But not what, what Jesus taught us here. He said that rain came down. That rain came down the same way as it came down on the, on the foolish. It came upon also the wise. Same way. No different. Read, read it. Same white. But what happened was that the wise man's house stood firm. Because there was a difference. <laughs> I said there's a difference. You shall return and you know that there's a difference between him that severed and him that severed not. That is where the difference. So we're talking about peace which passeth all understanding. It, it blows the mind of people that in the middle of this, you are still laughing. In the middle of this, you are still drinking. In the middle of this, you are still smiling. In the midst of all this, that is the rest that God gives around us. Put your hands together for such peace and rest. Let's read a little bit here. It says, it's not worth going around without God's presence. Your struggles and your striving are evidence that you lack the presence of God. Your struggles and your striving, it's evidence that you lack the presence of God. Where the presence of God is, there is rest and peace. God's presence is takes care of many things. 
You will enjoy peace when you learn to abide in the presence of God. When you learn to abide in the presence of God. Can I tell you some truth here? A lot of us, and I'm talking to myself too, we weave in and out of the presence of God. Yes. And that's how come sometimes we experience certain things in a certain way. Because we weave in and out. But when you learn to abide, you see, and that, that is what this whole three-week fast is being about, you know. And if you missed it, I'm very sad for you. Because one of the things we learned and received an impartation for is how to seek and how to abide and how to have the presence of God with us all the time. And if you do have the presence of God with you, you will have rest. So what it also means is that when you get, when you, are you listening? When you go through periods of not you feeling unrestful, go back and seek his presence and dive back into his presence and abide in his presence. Then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will begin to cover you one more time. Put your hands together for his word. It says you will learn that it is God's power that works for you and gives you victory. Amen. So benefits of the presence of God. Number two, the presence of the Lord brings refreshing. The presence of the Lord brings refreshing. The presence of the Lord brings refreshing. It brings refreshing. What is refreshing? Or refreshment. Refreshment is to feel fresh. Without refreshment, we look stale. <laughs> when you are in a place with ladies, especially for a long time, you see that like at a meeting or a conference, every now and then they go, they, go, they go somewhere, and when they are going, they take their bags. <laughs> they take a whole big bag. And then when they appear, you see that, ah, it looks like their face is a little more shiny than it was at the beginning of the conference. Yes. So refreshing takes away stillness. It takes away old feeling. It takes away, away a, certain, a certain feeling of fatigue. You see, And the presence of God brings that refreshment. Yeah. If you are tired of church, then you need the presence of God. If you are tired of prayer meetings, then you need the presence of God. If you get tired and still from and still of anything, it means spiritual in the church and to do with God. It means that the presence of God, you weave yourself out of the presence of God. So come right back. Acts chapter 3 and verse number 19. Acts 3 and verse number 19. It says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence. Repent ye therefore and be converted. Yeah. If you are a backslider, repent ye therefore and be converted. If you are, you are not a believer, repent ye therefore and be converted. And when you are converted, what happens? That your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. So this verse also means that, that, that when there is sin, 
the refreshing of the Lord moves away. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are here and your life is not where it's supposed to be, it's amazing, isn't it? Every Sunday we give that opportunity to people. Get converted and let the presence of God come into your life. Amen. When you feel refreshed, it is because of the presence of the Lord. People who are still and unable to walk in newness, in ministry, etc. You see, let me pause here. When you read all these books, okay, I keep saying, you can easily make a mistake and say, I'm not a pastor. I am not, uh, I'm not a reverend. I'm not a lady pastor. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any title. You see, but if you are in this church, if especially if you are in this church, you're a member of this church, you should by now have noticed the style with which our prophet Bishop Dag teaches us. Because he teaches us with a mindset of many are called. And when he's talking to you in a book, he assumes that you're a shepherd, the minimum. <laughs> the minimum requirement is that you are a shepherd. And everybody's a shepherd, as we learned during the week, isn't it? Yeah, shepherds are pastors, bishops, apostles, prophets. We are all shepherds. A shepherd is just someone who, out of his, his or her busy schedule and regular life, has time to take care of others. Do you understand? So you are a shepherd. And particularly, particularly this year, if you are still not thinking of, or you are still confused, am I a shepherd or not? Am I a shepherd or not? Am I a sheep or a shepherd? Yeah, you're a sheep shepherd. You're a sheep. I'm a sheep. I respond to someone. I have a, I have a pastor. Apostle Joel is my pastor. And Bishop Doug is my overall senior overseer pastor. Do you get it? So there's nobody who is, who is exempted from that. Yeah. You'd be amazed. There's, even that you can talk about the most senior, most pastors... Great pastors. They have pastors. You hear many times Bishop Doug referring to other people as his fathers. If you watch him, he's brought people like um, 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 Derek, uh, not Derek Prince, Fred Price, even all the way to Ghana. There's a chapel in Ghana named after Fred Price, dedicated by Fred Price. He preached and he sees him as his father. Do you get it? There's nobody without a father. When you watch Benny, Benny Hinn, you could see how he related to our Robert. Yeah, as a father. Archbishop Duncan Williams relating to, to Archbishop Idahosa. Nobody, there's nobody without a pastor. When you don't have a pastor, you don't have a shepherd, you are lost. You are, you are, you are like sheep with no shepherd. You go astray. There should be somebody who ministers to you who can, who can speak into your life. Amen. Bishop Aidepo refers to Pastor Enoch Adeboy as his father. Wow. Yeah. So nobody, so please, see yourself as a shepherd. Alright? So let me read that sentence again. What did they say here? People who are still and unable to walk in newness in ministry, it's referring to you. Prove that they lack the presence of God. Amen. I said amen. amen. So that is what the presence of God does for us. Number three. 
benefits of the presence of God. Joy comes to you through the presence of the Lord. Joy comes to you through the presence of the Lord. When we were younger Christians, one of the things we used to play with and define and redefine is happiness and joy. Joy is divine. It's beyond happiness. It's happiness plus, 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 plus. Because happiness just depends on fiscal circumstances. But joy is God-given. It's divine. God gives you joy. 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 Yeah. I was reading a little book, Covenant Rights by Bishop Aedipo. And he was talking about, the session was talking about health, healing and health. All right? And it talks about how being joyful. That's even a lot of minshe. Do you understand minshe? Yes. Ask your neighbor, do you understand minshe? If they don't understand, explain to them. Yeah. Minshe is happiness. Bumbling. By itself is medicine. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. If you want to be to live long, you have to be happy. You have to be a happy woman. A happy man. A happy young man. You gotta be happy. Make yourself happy. Yeah. Yes, there's joy. There has to be joy. <laughs> and I'm saying, or we are seeing here that one of the ways to have a constant flow of Misha is the presence of God. Joy. It comes through the presence of God. It comes through the presence of God. So when you have the presence, the more presence you have, the more joyful you are. The more presence you have, the more joyful you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you take somebody like Bishop, my father, a prophet, you notice that there are, he has no rest in terms of taking breaks. He's preaching all the time. Yeah. And I can't imagine, I don't know, as you listen, have you ever heard him say, as he's standing there, then he starts enumerating his, his problems. Tells you, oh, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing. Do you think he has no challenges? But he's always bumbling. <laughs> Hardly does he preach without you laugh, laughing. And it takes a happy man to make you laugh. It takes a joyful person to make you laugh. People who are sad can crack jokes. People who are sad cannot say things to make you laugh. But every time you listen to it, at least you will laugh once. Even if you've heard it before, it's still fresh. And you will laugh. Amen. So the presence of God brings joy. It brings joy. It brings joy. Psalm 16 and verse 11. Psalm 16 and verse 11. Quickly. It says, Thou will show me the path of life. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness. 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 Fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures evermore. There's an old song like that, isn't it? Is it Ron, 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 what's his name again? Ron Kennelly, isn't it? 
Is that, it, it, he made that song, right? We, there, was, there are some old songs that we used to sing. We don't sing them anymore. I think one of these days, Emma, you have, you have to lead us to, to sing some of these old songs. Yeah. At thy right hand, there are pleasures evermore. In fullness of joy. Yeah. In fullness. That will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. You see, when you are full of something, it doesn't matter what is around you or what presses on you. It is a thing that you are full of that comes out. When you take a piece of foam, regular foam, and you put it in a bucket of water, it gets full of water. Or maybe the foam that you, you do your dishes with. It gets full of soap. When it gets full of soap, when you press it, one comes out soap. When you press it, one comes out water. When you are full of something, what comes out of you is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> some of you are full of some things. You are full of certain things. That is why under pressure, the thing that comes out is a four-letter word. Yeah. When you are full of something, I'm saying that, we all agree, isn't it? It is the thing that comes out of you when you are under pressure. So when you are under pressure, the missiles, the atomic bombs, the high-rated missiles that come out of you, it's, it's, it's a sign. The Bible says, out of the abundance of a heart, the fullness of a heart, the mouth speaketh. So, when you are under pressure, pressure from work, Pressure from family. Pressure from... I'm not talking about tongues, but the things that fly, it's a sign of the thing that, is, that you are full of. You see, you lack the presence of God. So next time it tries to come out, just quickly go back into... Just stop. And just stop. You understand? Turn to your neighbor and say... Turn to your neighbor and do that. Just hold it there. Let it not go beyond F. Don't add any alphabet to it, whether it's a vowel or down or what, I mean, whatever. Don't, don't add anything. Don't add, just leave it at the, the, just begin to praise God. Start seeking the presence of God. Amen. You see that things will change. Amen. Amen. The presence of the Lord gives rise to joy. Inexplicable joy. Eh? Inexplicable joy. We can't, you can't explain it comes and into the hearts of those who experience the presence of God. Today, people are taking antidepressants when all they need is the presence of God. You will have joy, peace, happiness when you enjoy the presence of God. The atmosphere of depression, discouragement, disillusion, discontentment are, the are not possible in the presence of God. In the presence of God, there is joy. Listen, Underline the word, not possible, if you can. If you can underline, underline your, your book, then it's not yours. <laughs> Get another one. 
that belongs to you so you can underline it. It says it is not possible. Eh? It is not possible. The atmosphere of depression, discouragement, disillusionment, discontentment are not possible in the presence of it. When the presence of God is, it cannot. Yeah. The best way to see this is think about light. Especially like touch light. These days we have touch light with, with, with graded very high. Almost some of them in 2,000 lumens, isn't it? Very bright. When you light it, it is almost like you are, you are, you are, you are, it's in the afternoon. I have one like that that I, I, I hunt with. Yeah. Bright! Just as it's impossible to have such a light and have darkness, that is how it is. When the presence of God is present, when his presence is there, there cannot be discouragement. There cannot be discontentment. There cannot, because he's, he, can't, he, he, he can't dwell together. Are you understanding? So the presence of God will definitely bring us joy. Number four, quickly. Direction for your life comes from the presence of the Lord. Direction for your life comes from the presence of the Lord. Direction. Huh? You will know what to do. You will have answers to, should I turn to the left or to the right? You've, you will have answers to, should I move to North Dakota? You have, you have should I move to Ghana? Yeah. 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 If somebody is struggling with, should I move back to Africa? It's very simple. The presence. <laughs> and Pastor, I tried the presence last week. It didn't work, you see. <laughs> you are not doing it properly. Because if you've read this book, you also know that there was a point in the book also where we prayed about about the fact that to get even as it requires long lingering. Yeah. Even before you even try to seek the presence of God, you've given God even time. Lord, you know, if you don't appear, yeah. <laughs> you don't say it by your demeanor. Yeah, your demeanor. Have you ever spoken to someone that even as you are speaking to the person, you can see that the body language is like, I'm out of here. I don't really have time. You know, I, 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 today is not a good day to talk. I'm sometimes like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> today I don't feel like talking much. Yes. But you get that body language. As the person says, that's how, that's how we make God feel. So that's your answer to, eh, Pastor, I tried it, no, no, it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work because you haven't done it properly. Perhaps for you, you need to do it six months. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. When we are waiting for a green card and waiting for a citizenship, eh, we wait two years. Sometimes when you file for a relative, does it not take two years? Even if the paperwork doesn't go well, sometimes even longer. We don't stop the process and say, ah, it's taking too long. To stop, I withdraw my papers. Yeah, because one, we want the presence of America. 
United States of America. You want, you want the presence of America. So you can't do it. It doesn't matter how long. It's I'll wait. It's another song like that, right? <laughs> Don't wait. Isn't it? We wait. I wait. Yeah. We wait. Yeah. Yeah. You can wait. It's America. Two years. You can't. Even if the embassy say, come and just sell peanuts at the embassy gate. The gate of the embassy in, in, in Africa. You would do it every day for two years just to get into America. But as for the presence of God, you don't value it. So then you can say, I tried three weeks. Yeah. For some of us, I, I think the three weeks has just been training. Training on how to do it by ourselves. The psalmist writes, let my sentence come from thy presence. Look at it. Psalm 17, verse 1 to 2. Psalm number 17, verse 1 to 2. It says, Hear the right, O Lord. Attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Feigned. Sometimes we pray from feigned lips. Let me tell you, your prayer will never work until they are your words. Even if a prayer topic is given, let us pray about this. Until you convert that, that prayer topic to a prayer from your heart. That's why the Bible says that a heartfelt prayer eh, of a righteous man is effectual. It, 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 it availed much. It has to come from your heart. It has to come from, not a prayer topic that somebody has given. There are many reasons why we don't get answers to prayer. It has, so he says, and faint lips. It's, it's not, I'm not making it up. I'm not saying it because they say I should say it. It's from my heart. I'm saying it from my heart. Yes. Then verse 2. Look at it. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. When you sentence someone to jail or time, uh, to do time, you have, you have sort of aligned the person's life to a certain time. Is a sentence. So he says, let my sentence come from thy presence. In the same way, in the presence of God, your sentence can come. Amen. Yes, your destiny can be clear. Your destiny will 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 be clear by the presence of God. Amen. That is what this verse is saying. Yes. So the psalmist writes, let my presence come. Let my sentence come from thy presence. Direction for your life comes from the presence of God. People who are in the presence of God rarely lack direction. Rarely. When you are in the presence of a great person, you hear many things. You get to know the person's opinion and ideas about many things. This brings into mind, there's a little clip those of you who, I don't know whether you've seen it, um, that Reverend Steve Mentor was talking about Bishop Dak. Reverend Steve Mentor is also a very well-known, very one of the fathers of the land, talking about Bishop Dak. I don't know whether you've seen it. Yeah. And he was talking about the admiration that he has for Bishop and Papa. Because he says he's not seen someone in his whole lifetime who is, who is as dedicated to what God has given him to do. How many of you have seen that clip? 
And we'll put, I'll put, we'll put it up. Please, Pastor, please put it up for people to sing it. And as he was talking, he says, he's made this, and this is why I'm saying it. He said, when I'm with Bishop, I don't even talk. He plays golf with him sometimes. He says, I don't talk because I just want him to talk. So I hear. <laughs> yeah. Treat his books as though they are nothing. To even buy a book or get a book, we have to force you. We have to do like forced sale in church. And we ask who has a book. You, you don't even bring your hand because you're spending ten ten dollars. He says, I don't talk. <laughs> Just let him talk. Let Bishop talk. He says, in the clip, he says, even when you are playing golf, and then he puts the ball, and then he walks in. As the ball is going, he says, Steve, this is how the church must go. The church, the church. Like the ball in there, the church must go that direction. And then Bishop, uh, Reverend Steve Mensah, and all, say, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing more. <laughs> yeah. When you are in the presence of a great person, eh, direction flows. Yeah. Direction flows. How can you be in the presence of the Holy Spirit? How can you be in the presence of God and there will be no direction for your life? It may even stop you from the way you are going, the job you are about to take or the relationship you are about to enter in. It will stop you. Because he sees the end from the beginning. Wow. When you are in the presence of a great person, you hear many things. You get to know the person's opinion and ideas about many things. It is because you are not in the presence of God that you lack his direction for your life. If you care to spend some time in the presence of God, the sentence of your life will come forth speedily. Will come forth speedily. Let me read that again. If you care to spend some time in the presence of God, the sentence for your life will come forth speedily. Close your eyes wherever you're seated. Lift up your right hand, still sitting, and just begin to pray. Say, Lord, I desire your presence. I desire your presence, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits of your presence. The benefits of your, come on, pray that prayer. You're sitting, but I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Pray. Say, Lord, I desire your presence. I desire your presence. I desire your presence. And the benefits, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits of your presence, 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 the benefits of your presence. I desire, I desire, I desire, yes, your presence. Pray particularly for direction. Pray particularly for direction. Pray for direction. Say, Lord, let your presence bring sentence. Let it sentence my life. Let your presence sentence my life. Let your presence sentence. Come on, believe this. As you pray, God will help you. That, Lord, as your presence comes, let it sentence my life. Let it direct me. Let it show me. Let it help me. Let it keep me in the right direction. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I feel in my spirit now. And it's a word to you. 
as many as it's applicable, that this year, your life will be different. This year, your life will be imparted greatly by the presence of God. Many directions shall come. And because of this, your, your life will be turned around. You'll be surprised that you'll make a U-turn from something that you were heading towards because of the presence of God. Say it, the Spirit of God. Thank you. Lift up your right hand again and begin to thank God. Just bless him. Give him praise. Give him honor. Yes, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Perhaps you are here and you lack the presence. The presence belongs to the children of God. The presence of God belongs to the children of God. Belongs to the children of God. Every hand down now. And you want to say, Reverend, pray with me. I want to turn my life back to God and follow his presence. I want to pray with you, especially, special prayer for you. I want to say, Lord, I've turned, I've turned my back. I wasn't walking the way I ought to, but today I want to turn back to you. I'll pray with you. Anybody here? Anybody here? Anybody here? I see that hand. Anybody here? Anybody else? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Or keep your hands up. Second call. You are here. You do not know Jesus Christ at all. I mean, you've never given your life to him. Never really given your life to him. Ever. But today you want to say, I surrender. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. You are here. Lift up your hand also in addition. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Everyone pray, particularly those, of those three who raised their hands. Pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you that you shed your blood. You paid the price for anything that is an impediment between me and God. This morning I received the full payment. I embrace the full payment. And Lord Jesus, be my Lord, be my Savior, be my healer, be my deliverer, be my all in all. I will serve you deeply, deeper, deeper than ever. I ask for your presence. May your presence be with me. Receive his presence right now. 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 Say, Lord, I will walk in your presence. I will not go in and out of it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for the three that raised their hands. May you bring them that refreshing as your presence comes back to them. May they experience things that they used to experience many years ago that they are yearning for. Let them experience it. Let them, oh God, swim in your presence. Let a hunger for your presence, let a thirst for your presence increase beyond measure. Thank you that these three shall look back at the end of this year and they will say, it has been good, it has been good being in the presence of God. Put in the amount testimonies 
of great things that you will do for them. Thank you. And we bless you for every one of them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. Hebrews chapter 10. And verse 19. Hebrews chapter 10. And verse 19. You know, we're taking communion almost every day in the past three weeks. We're about to take communion again. And it's good because the Bible says that we should do this often, often, often. Yes. And don't stop taking it. Uh, have communion in your house every day as often as you can. Just take bread. And, but don't overindulge in wine. Wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit. The Scripture. Isn't it? Yeah. We should not be in, we should not, don't say, they say we should take communion. So now you are, when you are taking the wine, big glass of wine to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I use real wine at home for, 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 for communion. Yeah. I have real wine. But I've diluted it with, with, with grape juice. I pour it a little bit. Yeah, just to. And then I, my communion glasses are like that. I have a set of 12 that were gifted from bishop to us when we were ordained as reverend ministers. Yeah, like that. Because I'm supposed to have 12 disciples to be having communion with every day. <laughs> it hasn't materialized. But I'm having communion. And I, the, the whole week, I pour a little like that. And then I pour a little for my wife to small like that. Communion. Wow. Amen. So, communion is, the Bible says we should do this often in remembrance of him. The Bible says he took the bread, the bread, isn't it? Broke it, said, this is my body. Then he took the cup, said, this is my blood. So, communion is the blood. It's a cup of blessing. Now, Hebrews 10, 19 says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Having boldness, therefore, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So one of the benefits, are you listening? One of the benefits and blessings of, of, of the blood is that it gives us confidence. Not arrogance. Yeah, but confidence. Confidence that, that makes us approach God and talk to him. Confidence that makes us go near and enjoy his presence. Hold on a minute, please. So, 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 the, the, don't go. Just stand with me. So, are you listening? So, when we take communion, one of the things we need to remember, as he said, we do this in remembrance of him, is also to remember what his blood, his body and his blood has done for us. And one of the things that his blood has done for us is that it gives us confidence. You see, let me tell you this. You see, <coughs> as for God, are you listening? As for God, he's, he's, he's okay with us. He's done everything for us to come. He's done everything for us to be able to be close to him. He's, he's done em- There's nothing, so in other words, what I'm saying is that there's nothing more God is ever going to do because he's done everything. He gave his only son, shed his blood, and he's saying that by this blood, we obtain boldness so that we can come to the holiest. That's, that's where God is the presence of God. Now, how come we cannot approach? 
How come we cannot enjoy this presence? It's our fault. I learned many years ago from Kenneth Hagan. Eh? If you can't hear from God, then check your radio. Check your equipment. Just like when you can't catch uh, 106.9 in the Philadelphia area. It's one of the best Christian channels in the Philadelphia area. You, sh- you don't go to 106.9 and say, Hey, Caleb, why is that I'm not getting you? Is it 106.9? Yeah, Caleb, why come? I come? No, you check your radio because it's a problem. So I'm saying that your inability to come to God and, sh- and your, 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 your ability to shy away from God is your problem. Somebody was telling me recently of an, um, somebody was arrested, somebody who had committed a crime, had killed somebody or something, you know, and the person was arrested. How was he arrested? He was walking around, I think somewhere in Florida, you know, he had killed somebody and walked around. And then when he saw a police officer, he started running. I mean, he could have walked by the police officer, even giving the police officer a high five. But when he saw the police officer, he started running. And then that made, ah, why are you running? So they chased him. Then they got and they asked why he ran. He said, oh, he was afraid. He couldn't even say what he did. Then now they began to scan him. They scanned his fingerprint. And they said, ah, you are a wanted man in another state. Wanted for murder. <laughs> yeah, actually, I remember. Apostle Joel told me this story. And it's somebody that he knew. Wanted for this. You run away. That's how we are. We run away. You run away from your own guilt. You watch pornography all night. Do you understand? And then we are praying and worshiping God. You will feel. As for God, I still love you. But you will feel. I mean, I'm so far. Hey, all this thing that I've watched. The whole night I've been watching women's buttocks and all kinds of things and women raising their legs and all kinds of things. And the pictures are, it's your fault. <laughs> but thank God for the blood. I said, thank God for the blood. Yeah. So what you need to do is to stop watching pornography. Stop stealing. Stop doing all the things that you did. Just stop. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. <laughs> are you understanding? Because as for the blood, as for the blood, as for the blood, it's shed already. Jesus came and died already. He bled already. And he said, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter the holiest of holies. Eh? It is not just for Bishop Dark or Apostle Joel. It's not. It's for all of us. And we can all enter if you can embrace it. I see the presence with you. Lift your hand one more time and thank God for the blood. 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 Tell him, Lord, I thank you for the blood. The blood, the blood that reaches every mountain. It flows down to every valley. Oh, the blood, the precious blood. Thank him for that 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 blood. This morning, I want you to do something special. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to forgive. Say, Lord, forgive me for any sin. Forgive me for anything. Forgive me for all my unrighteousness. Forgive me for anything. Thank you. Thank you for forgiveness. And then also now begin to say, Lord, I come boldly. 
This morning I'm coming boldly. I'm coming boldly because of this blood. The blood that I'm about to drink. The body that I'm about to eat because of this blood. I am coming boldly. I am coming boldly. I am coming boldly, 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 boldly. Now put a pause. Now talk to him. Tell him something that you want. Tell him in confidence. Tell him in confidence. Pray, pray, pray. Tell God something before we take communion. Because of the blood. Have faith. Have confidence. Have faith. The Bible says boldness. Boldness to enter. Boldness. You are there right now. His presence is here. His presence is here. His presence is here. His presence. Talk to him. Say, Lord, change this about my life. Lord, turn this around, Lord. Lord, do this for me. Enter, enter, enter in boldness. Oh, the Bible says we approach the throne of grace with all boldness, all boldness to even, even obtain help in time of need. Now, now is the time. Now is the time because of the blood. Now is the time because of the blood. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. Receive that which you need in his presence. Thank you. God is going to blow your mind. I said God is going to blow your mind. Some of you have prayed some prayers this morning, right now. You'll be surprised that that, that answer will appear at your door. It shall appear at your door. It shall appear at your door. You will have what you say. You will have what you have asked. You will have what you have required of the Lord today because of the blood. Come on, lift up your right hand again and thank God for the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Brother Gabby, come closer. Come closer. Father, thank you for this element. Thank you for your body broken for us. Thank you for your blood shed for us. As we partake of communion, thank you that we receive the benefits, the blessings of the Holy Communion. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, please distribute it. Everybody get a communion set. 
Come on, feel His presence. Feel His presence. this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. So I believe in the body and I have fellowship with the body in Jesus name. Break it and eat it. Lift up the cup say this is the precious blood of Jesus. Say, this is the blood of Jesus. I believe in the blood. And I have fellowship with the blood. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says again, that the blood answer it. Say, the blood answer it. Say, because of this blood, there shall be answers provided for my enemies. Say, my enemies shall hear because of this blood. Drink the blood. There's somebody here, you're encompassed with fear. You sleep in fear, you wake up in fear. You move out of your house in fear. Every minute is fear. That's here, the Lord. This is the end of the fear. Yes. Fear is leaving you now. And it shall not return. If he comes knocking, tell him, the Lord said, you are done with in Jesus name you will not die and it shall be well with you that which you are thinking will happen to you this year will pass over you because of the blood I said because of the blood because of the blood say because of the blood it shall pass over me in Jesus name lift up your hand one more time and thank him bless him thank him bless him in Jesus name amen all right, please be seated. Is there anything else we're doing today?